love the way I talk and everything I do and everything I say and they love the way I groove and just the way I move and every single way and they love the way I talk and everything I do and everything I say and they love the way I groove and just the way I move and every single way yo what up it's your boy uh, we are here. <laughs> we got something new for y'all today. As you know, Architects of Culture, Upscale Ignorance. Thank y'all for coming back. Uh, I have something very exciting, and so I want to get straight into it. So let's get the, the wax stuff out the way. Except for this, this episode is sponsored by Angel City Deli. A shout out to them. They have great food. It sounds like a deli, but it's really barbecue and soul food. Go holla at them. They are right up on the hill in Skyway. They recently catered my son's birthday party first of all we didn't even order a peach cobbler we had a full peach cobbler we had hot wings all sorts of stuff that we ain't even asked for just because they they all love uh and they look just like us they love putting their dollars back into the community as you can see and so let's make sure that we go support them again search upscale ignorance or find us on apple podcast spotify or, or just search us on google we everywhere now that that's out the way this is a little different, uh, and I'm definitely looking forward to this because today we have a special, we don't, we don't have a special guest. We have the special guest. The, I have good pants on. I brush my teeth. I have clean socks, all because we have a special guest today. Now, she goes by on anybody's Instagram, at jsweets or at Beauty by J, J A Y E. We just know her as Alea and Harper's mama. Uh, we are grateful to have her. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Thanks for having me. So, as Kim said, my name is Jay. My government is Janita Hill. Um, I do go by Jay Sweets on social media, Twitter, Instagram. My business page is Beauty underscore by underscore J. That's J A Y E. And that's me, 37 years old, born and raised in Seattle. She is super dope. That was humble and like <laughs> hella kind. And yeah, I don't really do this. Uh, I'm better behind the brushes. Jay owns Beauty by Jay Makeup and Sugaring Studio, which we will get into. But uh, all the fellas listening, trust me, you will appreciate sugaring here in a little bit. I promise you that, but we'll get into that. A few things that uh, I want to touch on that we normally do. We usually hit the news real quick. Chime in, please. We lost Aretha Franklin, and that one actually, that one hit me hard. Yeah. Uh, we've listened to Aretha quite a bit in my household. I don't know what it was like for you. Definitely. Um, we lost her at the age of 76. Uh, I sat all day at work listening to old Aretha, uh, new Aretha. I seen one where... She sang Smokey Robinson under the table. Under the table, I know. Couldn't believe it. It was like, yo, if you don't stop singing, she got more to say. Um, man, man, man. But, you know, she lived a very full life. Uh, we were very, very blessed to have uh, heard her voice. I remember I went to Detroit when I was younger and went to the Motown, the House of Motown, mm. the museum or whatever. And just, you know, I mean, just she's so Detroit. And that was that was dope to see. Um, so rest in, rest in peace, Aretha man, Franklin. Rest in peace. Also lost Kofi Annan, the 10-year Secretary General of the United Nations. Really, really, really good dude. 
he's not as heralded as as most might know. You might say his name, and a lot of people don't know a lot of things that he did. Go look him up because he actually really had a heart for people. He was, you know, a humanitarian to say the least, but he really, really cared about people. And so we lost two two big big heavy hitters. Uh, real quick, uh, two chains got married. <laughs> <laughs> that was a smooth segue, that. right? <laughs> Uh, I did see that. He got married to Keisha Ward. They were engaged for the second time. Oh. Uh, Kanye showed up in slippers. That were too small. He's that too man, small. he I had the know. old school. You remember when what? you had the socks yeah. on in your man. slippers and they hang over the Listen. front of the... Man, come on, bro. <laughs> uh, and Wheezy wore a suit, so that was dope. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nicki Minaj drops Queen, which we will touch on a little bit later. Uh, people are over Nicki. I actually I thought much... it was cool. Ugh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit over her. No go, huh? No. Uh, she rapped really, the whole time. Okay, but I just don't like the attitude that she's. She's right feeling now. She's real little... victim. She's playing the victim quite yeah, a bit right now. Not really. I think. Uh, mm, I mean, I'm kind of want one. Are you done with Nikki? I'm. Is it done. done or is it like? Honestly, Can I she really come back? Only like the the pink print. I thought that actually was a cool little album. Mm-hmm. This I. It, was it bad or did I can't you just go have with no the flow desire? with people We're like mm. ooh it's dope and whatever no I gotta listen like five times before I can actually say <laughs> that I actually like I don't I don't care for it mm. but I, it could be overshadowed by her stank attitude right now her I don't attitude know. is quite her negative attitude right is negative now, right and now and she's now, feeling so it right she got makeup she got yeah. the new radio show album out you I'm just disconnected because okay. of her attitude. So you're done. Just, you're done. Yeah. This is what it is. The, the new kid on the block. We'll talk about that. We'll get there in a little bit. Now, to the important stuff, which is Jay. A lot of our people who are listening may not know you. Some may. Shout out to y'all. Anyways, can you tell me just just about how you came up, what you grew up? We were just talking about Aretha Franklin. I don't know right. if there was music. Were oh, you always yeah, in the beauty? Sure. What what? What was it like coming up for you? Um, rough, uh, okay. to be blunt. It wasn't an easy life for my sister and brother and I. Um, my dad raised three kids by himself. Mm. Um, so that definitely had its challenges. He worked for Boeing for some years, I'm sure. Actually, I have no idea how long that man worked for Boeing, but mm-hmm. I just do remember him working at Boeing. But I do remember him being a part of um, some layoffs. And, mm. and I... Mm. I do remember kind of a shift in the home, I think, as far as his mental state. And so it just, it was, it was challenging. I can, t- looking back at it now, he clearly was depressed and trying to raise two girls and a son without having any help. Definitely some, some challenges. Um, mm-hmm. So grew up in the South End, 206, yeah. <laughs> South now End, like, what South for end, sure, but... right, pretty much, yeah. what gentrified-ass South yeah. End, um, went to Emerson Elementary School, okay. um, all five years, what middle high school? school, oh, well, I went to No Wall South Shore, Oh, not no walls, <laughs> South, not when they pre didn't have walls. The, with pre-walls with that ugly carpet. Oh. Yeah, I went to South Shore Middle School okay. um, and Rainier Beach High School. Ooh, shout out, Beach. Yeah, but you know what? That was a blessing in disguise, actually, because <laughs> <laughs> my sophomore year, I got expelled. Okay. Thank you, Jesus, because I probably wouldn't have graduated high school had that not happened. Yeah. So, again, hindsight is twenty twenty, and when I think back on it it was a blessing that I got expelled. Do I ask why or is this story you just know, buried? 
No. Somebody catch hands? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you have to, you know. Because I, my cousins went there and they were older, two years older than me. So I hung out out with an older crowd. Like my freshman year, I won homecoming court. There was a bunch of jealousy behind that. Okay. It's just, you know how, you know, women are just Mm -hmm. catty and I cannot deal. So. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to speak on that, but I, yeah. So that's that, that, uh, you know how it's like, well, maybe you don't, but women be like, oh yeah, these, these girls are stank. Da, 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 yeah. I can't stand them. And then the dude be like, yeah. And they'd be like, hold up. So I'm not going to comment. You know, it, it was, it was, yeah, it was a, an interesting freshman year. That's for sure. Sophomore year. Like I said, I was expelled and I'm actually thankful mm-hmm. and ended up at Ballard high school when okay. they were in Shout out Beavers. the, the <laughs> Uh, hey man, hey, I got a little, I got a little one that Ballard went out Deepers, to Ballard. Class of '99. Okay. Um, I went there when it was the old, the original Ballard High School yeah. before they tore it down, and then mm-hmm. they put us in Lincoln High School. So I graduated from there, and I ended up speaking at our graduation ceremony. It was challenging because my freshman sophomore year, I I was skipping school, just not focused, mm-hmm. and then I had to make up a ton of classes or credits. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. What, it's what credits. What is it called? Credits. They count. <laughs> Um, and had to do summer school in order to graduate on time, which I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to say that I am so thankful for my uncle Jack. May he rest in peace, mm. um, because he was so influential in my life and me graduating. He, um, I ended up moving in with my cousin when I was, oof, I think it was my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my sophomore year, and that changed my life. He told me very early on, you know, you can't afford the luxury to be mediocre. So he definitely Mm. stayed on me Mm -hmm. um, throughout high school. And my junior year, might have been my junior year, I moved in with who I call my mom. Okay. She actually was my big sister when I was in elementary school, the big sister, big brother program. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um. Oh, so you was in the, you was in the shit. I, you know, well. Because I didn't grow up with my mom, and I think having the Big Sister, Big Brother program, I don't even know how that came about. I was so young. I was seven years old. Okay. But um, she remained in my life. We did the whole weekly or weekend visits, and, you know, we'd hang out. We did all kind of stuff. She exposed me to a lot of things that mm-hmm. I hadn't been exposed to um, living at home with my dad. Mm-hmm. And I made that choice to move out. Um, of my dad's house when I was in actually middle school. I skipped. I did. I moved out. Actually, my cousin offered her home when I was in middle school, not Mm -hmm. high school. I take that back. So middle school, um, I moved out and stayed with my cousins. And then, yeah, sophomore year, I moved in with my big sister Mm -hmm. and she actually ended up becoming my foster mom. And I had, you know, I'm blessed to have had, it wasn't easy. Yeah. Not by a goddamn long shot. (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't easy, yeah. but I, I'm I'm thankful nonetheless for all those interruptions in my young life because mm-hmm. it definitely has shaped me into who I am today. Man, you see all those signs <laughs> you driving by talking yeah. about be the rich uncle you yeah. never had and this and that big brother or whatever, and I never, never took them serious. I'm sure there's a lot more people that were impacted by the program than I ever knew. Yeah, I mean, but it never touched me, and I never it's. I mean, until Barack Obama was doing the stuff with the NBA players mm-hmm. or whatever, never thought twice. Yeah. Never it, thought twice. It, it, oh God, it, it's always now for me, like, how can I give back the way 
my uncle and my mom. Her name mm. is Sally um, and her husband, Steve. They are who I call my parents. They okay. as white as they come and people mm-hmm. think that they're my birth parents and mm-hmm. they're not. I mean, if you know my story, you know yeah. that she was my big sister, but she raised me and I'm thankful for that. But it's it's people like her and my uncle who have me wanting to just, what what can I do? What more can I do to give back the way it was given to me? Yeah. You know, to be, yeah. to just have such a positive outcome in my life despite the rough everything <laughs> challenges I had growing up. So what's your, and I don't want to harp on this, but what's your relationship with your dad? Um, my dad is deceased. He, he passed. passed away. Okay. Yes, he passed away. Was um, there ever any like reconnection? Not like um, there was beef. I don't know how no, it's ever, but. It wasn't any beef. I think for me, both my birth parents, we didn't have a, a bad relationship. It's just the older I got and then becoming a mom, I didn't, when they were trying to be active in my life. I didn't need them, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I yeah. mean, I had Sally and Steve who were, like I said, they I mean, they played such a huge role in my life. Mm-hmm. They were my go-to. So it wasn't, you know, I saw my dad at family functions, not so much my mom, kind of in and out with her. But mm-hmm. um, it's no ill will. It's one of those things where you get to a point where you're like, I forgive you. That just doesn't mean I oh, have yeah. to, I mean, I for, just because I forgive you doesn't mean I have to have a relationship yeah. with you. And I think there was just kind of a lot of guilt on, on my dad's end. That's tough. Um, you know, cause I'm sure I can't even imagine how either one of my parents, you know, felt my mom cause she is still living how she currently feels on mother's day. I actually reached out to her and I told her, I just said, you know, I can't even imagine how you feel as the mother of three kids who you were absent for, you know, mm. but it doesn't change the fact that you did give birth to me and I wish her a happy Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my dad, I sadly, I think my dad passed with a lot of guilt. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that's tough. It is. It's, if you it, don't have that closure. Yeah. But I felt I have my closure. And so that's what matters to me. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, didn't see all that man. You know, uh, it is cliche as hell, but you know when they say, you know, be kinder than necessary because you you don't know what people have gone through or are going through in their life. So mm-hmm. that's uh <laughs> man. Well, having done that, right. <laughs> uh, what got you to? Because I'm I'm assuming you went to school for esthetician. Mm-hmm. So how how was that transition? What led you in that direction? Well, being that I graduated in two. When did I graduate? 1999. Mm-hmm. I hadn't been in school forever. Okay. <laughs> and I had dabbled in makeup here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, I never really thought about doing it professionally. Okay. Um, and 2012, I, I had done like some freelance weddings here and there with a friend of mine. Shout mm-hmm. out to Danielle Smith, who's an amazing makeup artist in LA. Happy um, birthday. Is it- happy birthday, Danielle. <laughs> It is her birthday today. If you follow the Instagram stories, you know what's up. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, Sorry. Okay. So, Daniel Smith and you. Yes. We um, had done a couple weddings together. We took um, a... The UW offers um, continuing education programs. And we did a class together. I think it was like three or four days um, with a makeup artist named Brandy Payne. I wonder where she's at these days. <laughs> but we did this makeup class with her, just kind of learning mm-hmm. the ins and outs. Mm-hmm. And from there, it just kind of spiraled. Like, mm, okay, fast forward 2013, because this was in 2008, 2009, when Danielle were dabbling in makeup. Yeah. 
And um, fast forward to 2012, 2013, I was actually working at Nordstrom Corporate. Okay. And working in the legal department. And that was a blessing in disguise that my position was eliminated. What? <laughs> so just <laughs> everything that touches you is just. You know, but it always had this silver lining, mm. right? So. That's dope. Um, right. Dope. It, I'm like telling you. Like you fall forward like, if. If yes. Ever, if you ever heard that, it's like... So, but for a period of time, I was working and going to school at night. Okay. So, that was that was a transition. I remember the first night at Gary Manuel Aveda Institute. Mm-hmm. I cried. This is beauty school. Who cries about some beauty school, <laughs> beauty school books? My ass. Yeah. I cried. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, I hadn't been in school since 1999. Mm-hmm. But it was a lot because what I... Was the, what's the gap? What's the math on that? 99, 2000... What, nine years? Ten years? Oh, so, oh my yeah, goodness. So this, is, this Nordstrom thing was a minute. Oh, you're talking about Nordstrom? How no, long no, no, no. I'm just talking how long before you went back to school. Uh, I, oh, yeah, ten years. Because, wow. I, I mean, I had worked different um, positions, mainly law. Okay. Think about it. Like, I definitely had my So was Wait, was there firms. college or anything no, before? No, oh, so you just I, was you like, know, I'm about to go to high school and then I'm going to be a lawyer. Bam. Well, it was like, no... I, I finished high school and didn't know what the hell I wanted to do with my life. So I had mm. like little filing jobs, receptionist okay. jobs that led to, you know, promotions at different companies. So mm-hmm. um, I, I worked in accounting for a little while, but Ugh. mainly I know, listen, oh my gosh. I, nope. Whatever. <laughs> Numbers the, are not my if thing. If the debit comes before the, cr- I, anyways, uh, anyways. Oh God, I can't. Okay. So I worked, I worked at a law firm for years mm-hmm. um, and then Nordstrom for about four years. And like I said, my position was eliminated, but I was still in school. Okay. And graduated in, from Gary Manuel 2013. So the thing is, is with Gary Manuel, it was, yes, it's aesthetics. It's not makeup. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that until after the fact. And I remember our, our learning leader at the time, she was like, if you're here for makeup, this isn't the place. Yeah. Right? But makeup and skincare go hand in hand. So mm-hmm. it was cool, you know, learning how to effleurage and, you know, the no facials. <laughs> No, none. It's just emotion. But and the what? Just so you guys out there, the <laughs> face that she made, it sounded like you only get this done in Paris. Like I whatever mean, that is, is you it's, just it's, it's zenny it's people out. Shit. I mean, you've had a massage before, right? Yes. So it's technique. Okay. Um, yeah, it's some that. shit. I'm not. It's that's that, <laughs> that's some. Remember in life when he's like that French shit. That's what that is. Pretty much. Uh, I didn't really. I I liked the skincare aspect of my my education, but mm-hmm. I still for me was more. More interested in makeup. Okay. Um, and I was dabbling in it here and there still. Mm-hmm. Um, not doing anything major. But I also took to the hair removal part of my education. So okay. <laughs> um, Gary Manuel was great. It just was, it was definitely challenging for nine months because it's like birthing life, right? Um, because my daughter, I was in night school. So mm-hmm. my daughter had to go to my parents' house. Mm-hmm. And sometimes she was staying the night over there because I'm studying mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. what have you. So I graduated in um, 2013 and immediately took my um, test to be licensed. Because okay. um, it was like, I need a check. That. And then, you know, people were saying, you know, make sure you go into a spa, go work into a spa. But I didn't want to work for anybody. Oh, wow. I didn't want to work for anybody. Um so just entrepreneur pretty much was always in the back of my mind not Mm -hmm. right away it didn't happen right away at all i worked at um a spa um owned by my learning leader um and i was an independent contractor 
and being just paid on a commission-based structure, but it wasn't really working out. Um, so that's when I was like, okay, what am I going to do? I can't, you know, we're not going to do this commission-based. It's not working for either one of us because mm -hmm. she was getting a percentage of what I was making. Yeah. Which wasn't that much. I mean, I wasn't, I'm still new in the business. Not enough in clients or something? Or? Yeah, not okay. enough clientele. So, um, and I was doing that from 2013 to, what are we in, 2018? So 2017? Oh, yeah. Goodness. And then um, once we decided, you know what, we're not going to do the, do the commission based structure, you can pay a monthly rent and build your clientele. Okay. And so that meant that I had to get my business license, mm -hmm. which was scary to think about. Cause I was like, oh shit, I, you know. Yeah, it's for real now. This is real, Taxes. right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uncle Sam. All that. Yeah. So um, in the space that we were in, she had a room, but it was floating walls. So it was really only a curtain that kind of separated us in mm -hmm. a waiting area or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a great space, but, you know, different opportunities presented itself. And I leaped on that, but I'm sure we'll touch on that. And you. So this is this the current space? Um, my current space. Okay, never is, mind. No, <laughs> <laughs> never mind. No. So is it like is there something you mentioned that you went to school mm -hmm. to be an esthetician, mm -hmm. but you were hoping that it was makeup or? Yeah, I mean, I uh, when I was living with my cousin, she was like the makeup artist extraordinaire, the hair guru. <laughs> she was doing hair. She went to Rainier Beach too. Shout out to Felicia okay. Morgan. Oh, um, <laughs> but she was doing hair and makeup in her room. So anybody, I mean, I'm sure most of the people out here know about Rainier Beach, but Rainier Beach can do hair. Listen. If, if Rainier <laughs> Beach can play hoop. Rainier Beach can run track. Recently, they can football, play football. Right, a little bit. But they can do hair. I mean, my cousin was filthy. She was the go-to from okay. the Renton, from the Renton chicks to the Rainier Beach chicks okay. to the chicks was in and out the house, yeah. getting their hair and makeup done. There was and, some. There's not many things yeah. that Rainier Beach is known for, but I would say those four are legit. They got some hairstylists, <laughs> but she was one of them. And so I started taking interest in makeup with her because I would see these faces mm -hmm. and then the reaction of the faces when they had their makeup done and it was like, well, they look good and they're feeling good, man. You know, how can I get in on that? And she was the first person to ever tweeze, not pluck. You pluck a chicken, you tweeze brows. Oh, okay. She, um, <laughs> she was the first person to tweeze my brows and seeing my eyebrows and how they shaped my face. They lifted my eye. Like I was like, yes. Okay. Something that simple. <laughs> I need in on that. So she, I have to say she kind of sparked my interest in, in makeup, but okay. obviously didn't really start doing anything with it until 2008, 2009. So let me ask you this. So you're interested in makeup, mm -hmm. beauty, but at this point, I'm assuming it's not like an industry thought or anything like that. No. It's just like, oh, I'm trying to look bomb. No, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, and um, it, it was the sugaring too. So, um, so this is the hair removal part. Of yes. The, okay. <laughs> so because that was actually once you're licensed, you um, you have to actually be licensed to do a, a sugaring hair removal course. So I did take um, a sugaring course in 2013, mm -hmm. right after I graduate, graduated, right after I got licensed, because I wanted to learn how to do that mm -hmm. <laughs> um, hair removal. I mean, this is outside of the Gary Manual. Then. The, this yes, is like, oh, I'm trying graduated. To nice. Yes, I want to do sugaring and makeup okay. only. So okay. I wasn't doing any skincare, no facials. Mm -hmm. I just, if you know me, my personality is just not the quiet, rub your face 
I'm just not, it's just not me. Chill I like music. talking to my clients. I like engaging. Okay. And, you know, when people are coming in for facials, they're not trying to engage. Mm-hmm. So I decided that I wanted to do focus more um, on uh, hair removal and makeup. Okay. But I didn't think about it as a business. I just wasn't thinking about it. But mm-hmm. being that I kind of was forced to uh, pay rent, get my business license, mm-hmm. I might as well. Yeah, got like, to add this makeup in here mm-hmm. too and you focus just on makeup and yeah. hair removal when there's money going out yeah. it starts to make you <laughs> yeah. start thinking a little different listen that rent <laughs> oh my goodness man and they just keep, the bills just keep coming and they keep coming like, and they're so consistent it, it, and when i i when i moved out of the space that i was in in columbia city it was because the opportunity had come available at the solar salon um i'm not oh, sure people are familiar yeah. with those but um, it's such a dope concept. Um, everyone in there is a business professional, whether it's a barber, mm-hmm. lash extensions, estheticians, mm-hmm. hairstylists. Um, I am, where I'm at now is in the Tequila location, South Center. Yeah. Um, and it was a transition that opened my eyes to the things that I really needed as a business owner. Mm-hmm. So you know your supply. I mean, it was yeah everything. Yeah. Furniture, everything. You're mm-hmm. truly building your business. And it's slowly but surely growing, okay. you know, and, but with that came some fear because behind that, I'm not, I'm, it's not like I have this swarm of clients. Although when I sent out my email to my current clients, whether it was um, past makeup clients or sugaring clients, mm-hmm. um, I was like, wow, I actually have over 60 clients that I've serviced. Yeah. And that may sound like peanuts to some, but that's actually a lot. I mean, that'll, that's now, keeping lights on. It's, right. <laughs> I don't know how often at people come back, on. but I mean, yeah, right. And that was the other thing is I feared losing the clients that I had when I was in Columbia city. Mm-hmm. Some did, did not follow me and that's fine. Like no hard feelings. I get it. Columbia city is centrally located. Okay. South center's not for mm-hmm. my clients who lived in Columbia city, sure. um, which I mean, they were predominantly white okay. and, um, that was convenient. So I knew that some clients weren't going to follow me, but slowly it's, it's it's amazing. Every time I get a new booking notification, I'm like, oh, I don't know who this is. This is new yeah, client. You yeah, know? So it's I'm, excitement. It's excitement, and mm-hmm. I'm blessed. And I, it's it was the stress that came with it as far as people not following me. But I, there was a woman. There's a woman who works um, in the studio across from me, and she told me it took her ten months to build her clientele. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was like, I started from ten clients to I'm booked out for months. Yeah. And so it's a process. Yeah. You know. So with fear you know, comes success is how I look at it. Drake used to do (laughs) mixtapes. It's what it is. Let me ask you about, so there were people who were around you Mm -hmm. that kind of knew what they're doing, Mm -hmm. or if they didn't, they look like they did. It was in front of you. What, like who out there did you see like out there? You know what I mean? Not Beyonce, but you know, that like, we're on covers or we're on the screen or whatever. And you were just like, dang, every time I see them, something is right. Where the eyebrows or something, what made you really start seeing something bigger about, you know, beauty or whatever, or even the industry or whether it was a brand or or whatnot. Like, is there, was there any, I think bigger picture at, at at a certain point? I don't know if there was like a bigger picture. I will say the person who comes to mind because of her videos, her makeup was always bomb is Rihanna mm. and why her and makeup artist makeup name right completely now, but... escapes me. But yes, yeah, she's doing it. Yeah. Um, 
I loved her, but it wasn't her makeup and every video or, you know, and then she was, she was, uh, um, upon the replay, Rihanna, she wouldn't. <laughs> SOS, <laughs> was, huh? Yeah, she was a little Miss Sunshine back then. Yeah. But um, I would say Rihanna, but okay. it wasn't, I don't know if anybody likes, was like, oh yeah. Nobody. That, no. You're just, you're walking, and this is me assuming, but it feels like you're just putting one foot in front Pretty of the much. other. Pretty much. That's a good way to put it. I'm kind of walking blindly okay. as ignorant as that may sound but i'm walking in my own footsteps mm-hmm. and whatever I'm comes. kind of yes okay pretty much because i feel like that's kind of the cards my life has dealt yeah i mean <laughs> it seems like you keep getting knocked off this line but you keep moving forward yes which is dope a big part of your story so first off I didn't touch on the siblings. So you said you have two siblings. I do. I have a brother and a sister. And they are older, younger. We're all a year. We're a year apart. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. So gracious. my brother is. Oh, man. Poor pop. He just turned 36, 37. My sister's going to be 38. Yeah. So you're in the middle. We're all, yeah, I'm in the middle. Okay. <laughs> the oh, favorite. Middle child syndrome, too. I don't even know what the hell middle child oh syndrome gosh. is. I really don't. But I will say I was the favorite and still am. Ooh. Okay. Well, <laughs> with, the, with the eye roll, I believe it. So. There is Alea. There is Alea. They don't know Alea, but Alea is your daughter. She is how old? She is 16. She'll mm. be, oh, Jesus. She'll be 17, October 15th. Goodness that is gracious. crazy to yeah. even think about. Happens quick. Y- yes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so you had Alea when you were how old? 21. Good for two. you for <laughs> having a two in front of you. Good job. Good job. I was 19. Yeah. Uh, so, well, you, you know, know. happens. You grow up quick. You grow up quick. Do you think that helped? absolutely when she was born i i remember looking at her and i said out loud i mean i have to take you home i i didn't yes (laughs) you grow up quick fast Mm -hmm. okay okay (laughs) and then um you have another i do harper 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 is how old harper olivia's four harper's dope first of all anybody who doesn't know harper harper needs her own social media everything (sighs) i don't know if she has it but she is dope her her sister started her little instagram page she She don't be keeping up on that um they were supposed to be working on their own little youtube channel harper is a force i will say swaggy she sings dances laughs everything she's amazing (sighs) She's uh, so I got to back up. Okay. A very important part of your story has to do with Alea, mm-hmm. um, Alea's father. Yes. And I'm privy a little bit. That's what really made me jump like, yo, what? Hella people need to hear this. <laughs> so can you please tell me about that part of your life, where you was at? You know, Alea's born and, and, and leading into that and, and all of yeah, that. So, Alea's born in 2001, mm. and um, her dad and I lived together. We had been together since we were 19. He had a crush on me in high school. I was a, I didn't pay him no mind. Mm, beach and then girls, after, beach girls. No, I was a Ballard girl at that time. Oh. And he went to Ballard. Okay. And he had a crush on me. And I was I had a boyfriend. I was, I was not interested mm-hmm. in any capacity. And then after high school, I don't know, he was like extra fine to me. And we started <laughs> we started working together at, uh, well, at the time it was Eagles, now Lowe's. Oh, wow. So we worked together. Yeah. <laughs> and then we ended up moving in together. 
Harper comes or Leia comes along 2001 mm-hmm. um, we break up we actually were engaged um, for okay. a period of time but we're mm-hmm. still so young you know romance just you know just young um, we were together for eight years but um, so in 2005 he was reported missing and um, I knew the the crazy thing is I actually was at a funeral when I got a call from his mom and she told me that he didn't show up for work. Now, after Aaliyah was born, that dude was at work mm. the very next day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he yeah, loved yeah, yeah. his job. He was a part of the whole light rail when they were um, in the process of building the light rail, whatever he was in construction. So he was a stand up dude. Most people actually remember him from when he, when he used to work at uh McDonald's on MLK. <laughs> he, had, he had maintained a job when he was 15 years old. Yeah. So he was a hustler, like, in that sense. Mm-hmm. Like, um, good he, dude. Just... He was just a good dude. Mm-hmm. Good dude. Um, square, actually. <laughs> I took his virginity. <laughs> oh, snitching on the radio. He was, he was a square, but he was just, he was, he was a great dude. So, um, while I was at this funeral and get this phone call, um, I knew, I knew he was dead. Mm-hmm. I knew it. Mm-hmm. I just had this feeling cause that was completely out of his character, mm-hmm. um, to not show up for work. And so, um, actually a couple months it went by, but prior to that, um, I filed a missing persons report with this family. Mm-hmm. Nobody was listening to us. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was rough. And I actually was working for a property management company at the time. And I reached out to all the news outlets in Seattle. And the one that called me back was Channel 7. And they came to my job and interviewed me. And um, we ended up, at the time, because I had his social security number, all his, you know, all his, yeah. all his business. He was boo. And um, we actually weren't together. I actually had a boyfriend and was living with someone. And he was living you, with someone. But you but have we, kids? But we had, we had Alea. And yeah. we had been together for seven, eight years. So, of course, I knew all yeah. his business. At right? that point, yeah. And so I was able to check his banking activity. The last time his phone was used, all that. Mm. And, um, you know, I felt like I was doing... We felt our his family and I felt like we were doing our own investigation. Because nobody would get involved. The police wouldn't until the news got involved. Mm. So once that aired, several other um, media outlets came around um Mm -hmm. and we um went out to puyallup where his card was last used he was at a bar and um saw him on the video we see him leaving or coming into the bar but never do we see him leaving the bar um Mm -hmm. and i remember talking to the guy behind the bar the bartender and he was like yeah he was a really great guy he was listening he was playing music on that jukebox and he, he you know i figured he was meeting somebody whatever so we had to do our own missing persons, flyers, all that. Eventually, um, he his story was featured on America's Most Wanted, kind of at the end of their segment where they do kind yeah. of missing persons or whatever. Yeah. Um, we had raised, like at the time, the company I was working for and do- other donations, we had raised like maybe two or $3,000 or something in reward money. Mm-hmm. There really were no leads. Mm, three months later, I mean, I'm checking the news oh all the time. Yeah. And three months later, I'm... <laughs> at the reception desk uh, covering someone's shift and I'm looking online and I see uh, a news blurb online that said body found in commencement bay and I knew it. I knew, mm. I knew, I knew, 
I knew that it was him. I, I knew it. And sure enough, I got a call from his uncle, um, who was like kind of the point of contact for his family at the time. Yeah. And they told me that, that it was him. But I, I knew. Like, I knew. And he, I remember he, blacking out. I, I He was found in the water. Um, I mean, the death certificate says that he drowned, but there's a whole long-ass mm, story behind that. Mm, and those who know the story just be- know that I believe he was murdered. Um, I didn't. Mm. It just... And actually, there was a, a police officer, a Tequila police officer at the time who knew us both. She worked security at our high school. Mm-hmm. So she had a relationship with us. And I remember her telling me, and she was a white woman, and she said... Um, that she saw the missing persons flyer come across her desk. And then when they actually found his body, she said, I remember they closed his case right away. There was no, there was just too much crazy shit behind his disappearance. It was all crazy. They never fingerprinted his car. It was his cell phone was left in the car, his wallet. I mean, it, Shit was weird. It don't make sense. It's too. It none of it made sense. I'll, I'll save the story, but yeah. none of it made sense. But I remember that officer saying to me, she said, when they found his body out there, they closed their case. He, she told me, she said, they don't care nothing about no brothers out there. The white woman said this to me. Oh. Yeah, mm. she was like, and I'm sorry, you know. But they closed his case right away. So, um, Alea was three and a half. So you know, she had, you know, it's really kind of. I don't know if it's crazy or amazing. I don't know. But every one of us in his life, his immediate life, I think um, I know for a fact I saw him the day before he died. His sister saw him. And Alea saw him before the day before he died. Um, mm. the, yeah, that night. She actually was supposed to go to his house. But she didn't go. And um, sometimes I wonder, like, you know, have regrets. Like, dang, had I let her go with him that night, would he still Shut be here? Down. Yeah. You know, but... Um, so she was pretty young. She obviously didn't really understand, you know, death. Um, she, I remember one time in particular where, cause at one point she would tell me that she would see her dad. And, um, there was one time this is later in this, life. No, this was when she was like four. Oh wow. Four or five. Um, I remember having dinner with my friends at our apartment and, I was in a relationship at a time, but at the time, but Alea had looked, she kind of was sp- like spacing out and I'm like, what are you looking at? Like, what's she looking at? And she's mm-hmm. eating. Yeah. And she says, she's like, mommy, daddy told me to tell you he loves you. She's oh like five, God. I think five years old, but then it stopped. Like she stopped mm-hmm. talking about her dad. So, um, I mean, you know, she was young enough, but cause even now with her being 17, she the older she got, the less she remembered mm-hmm. her dad. Um, and obviously, I you know, pictures and talking about him. And then mm-hmm. um, her her uncle, I call him her uncle because he was um, Alea's dad's uh, best friend. And he's extremely active in her life to this day. Yeah. Um, you know, so keeping his memory alive through that and through his sisters, who I'm still very close to. Sure. Um, so, I mean, it, you know, I again, life is not... No, it hasn't. (laughs) It hasn't. Some bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Deep, right? So how how do you think, I mean, Alea is almost 16 or she is 16? She's almost 17. Mm -hmm. Okay. How is she, how does she deal with it? Is she, Um, is it gone because she was so young? I think because she was so young, it didn't impact her. But um, she was very active at uh, Northwest Tap connections and I remember you know her shows and stuff I do remember her telling me a couple times that it was always hard for her 
to do the shows because everybody else's dads were there mm. and hers wasn't. Mm -hmm. So things like that. There were, there have been several times where I've walked in, you know, um, not so much now she's gotten older, but where I've walked in her room and she's sleep with holding a picture of her and her dad. So I think she has her moments even still. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think I, I hate that she didn't get to know him because he was so dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I guess I wanted to ask about that. So I see that's really what spurred some of this is I saw the emotion um, on my Instagram of you just sharing, <laughs> like you know. And I know a little bit um, about you and your background. Uh, Will Harper, mm -hmm. Alea, Will will touch on it in a little bit, right? But. To see that kind of emotion, to not know the story, especially even hearing it now, I did not know the circumstances oh, yeah. about uh, Damon. <laughs> man, <laughs> man. So it was like I had to find out how the hell you do all of this, you know, with that, let alone everything we learned today about, you know, your dad or whatever. Like what, what is in there that's making all this I work I don't have somehow? a choice. I mean... I, especially when you become a parent, you have something bigger than you. Mm -hmm. And um, I knew growing, being that my childhood was so rough, there, there's no way I was yeah. going to have that for my own. Yeah, and even yeah. with actually Alea's dad, he really was my best friend. And despite the fact that we weren't together, he was my friend. Mm -hmm. And he did not have an easy upbringing either. Sure. So we always connected on that level. And in her, in Alea's baby book, he wrote her a letter. Oh, man. Ugh, it's, mm. Reading it, obviously, every now and again. Yeah, and she, tough. you know, it's tough. But he was adamant that she would not have the life that he did. And, mm -hmm. um, and it's, you know, of course, that's my promise to her and to fulfill his promise to her. You know, her life, she's going to have a good life. She, you know, no, we may not be rich and balling out of control, but we have, and she has everything she needs. Sure. You know, there's nothing that she ever wants for. Mm -hmm. Spoiled ass. Um, <laughs> I got one. Yeah. Oof. So, um, it, you know, that's what drives me, honestly. You know, I'm, and, and the words of my uncle, I can't say it enough, is him telling me, you, can't be you cannot afford the luxury to be mediocre. Mm. And that's, is real. I will not be. Yes. And my daughter will not see yeah. me living a mediocre life <laughs> yeah understood my daughters <laughs> you said it at the beginning of this episode and i remembered it just as you were going to say it again so it matters um let me ask you a question mm -hmm. and we we've talked about like mental health a few times on the show uh just in different um just in different avenues like when anthony bourdain passed mm -hmm. and just you know kanye stuff like that do you think that you have have sat with this or are you just going on the strength of you got two beautiful daughters who look at you for uh, as like their North Star? I like have um, you been able to are you are you OK? That's so funny because that you actually asked that question that way. Are you sitting with it? Because when you saw that post or those series of posts, mm -hmm. I had to ask my damn self that, mm. am I okay? Because when he passed away and everybody was like, you got to go to therapy, you got to go to therapy. And I was like, no, I remember going to one session 
And I sat on that lady's couch and I looked at her. I said, I don't even know why I'm here. I don't want to be here. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, it's not. Because it's you not, can't make somebody go talk to someone. And to me, it, it was like, that's weird. I'm not going to talk to somebody. She don't know shit about me. You know, no, yeah, it's yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. But obviously, as, as I've gotten older, and it's still fresh for me, mm. even though he's been gone for so long. So I no, I don't think, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that I'm, I'll ever be okay. Yeah. Um, you just kind of learn to deal. Okay. Um, I think just because with Aaliyah getting older, you know, there's so much shit he's missed, right? So mm-hmm. it's, it's. No, I don't think, I mean, mental illness is, is real shit. And I wish that there was more of a focus on it because, and I think there's a stigma behind it. People think, oh, she's crazy or he's crazy. You know, if they're acting out or if they're showing emotion or something like you're kind of looked at funny, I think if, Mm -hmm. you know, that's why you got to honestly be careful who you talk to. Yeah, And it's in our community. Mm -hmm. Like it's heavy. I think it's heavy. Um, for sure. I mean, I have my good days and bad days for like anybody else. There's just moments that are harder to deal with in life Mm -hmm. than others. And I do have to check my damn self, my mental state, like shit. Are you okay? I'm sure some people see me put on, whether it's on Facebook or on Instagram, like I need a momcation. That shit is real. (laughs) And I keep saying it, but I haven't done anything about it. And I know that I need to, especially with being a business owner and, you know, Mm -hmm. not feeling settled or thinking that I should be in certain places in my life at 37 years old, that can start to mess with your head mm-hmm. you know so it is important to take care of your mental health my god yeah <laughs> so no to answer your question that's funny that you asked that because i i don't i'm you know yes i'm i have to maneuver i have kids you're just on 10 and going and going and going yeah but when it's those moments where you're in your thoughts and you're you do have to am i are you jay, jay you all right you mm-hmm. all right girl you okay <laughs> Have you, have you found anything, not that there's a go-to or whatever, right? But you mentioned sitting down and talking to somebody Mm -hmm. or whatever. I'm not, I've never really been therapy or, um, the labels that you can put on some people. Like if people say something about ADD, ADHD, whatever, something like that. I'm just like, I don't know that I necessarily believe in that Mm -hmm. or anything, but I know that some things may help me. Some things may not. And me talking to somebody doesn't necessarily remove the issue or whatever, right? Or if it's like, let's just say I'm an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. As soon as I sober up, all the bills are still sitting on the table. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so have you found something, whether it's talking or or whatever, have you found something that does work? Do you have a go-to circle is it like wine what not like <laughs> not in a bad way but you know what i mean like yeah, I, I just need I, wine. um i recently because you hear at least i do i've heard this a lot meditation 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 mm-hmm. and i'm like but that's weird you're sitting yeah. by yourself i don't really know how to zen myself out like mm-hmm. but that is something that um i'm trying to be consistent about doing because okay. now i ain't gonna lie i've only done it a handful of times yeah the last time I actually did it was um, July 28th, my daughter's fourth birthday. Okay. That morning, mm-hmm. I got up and I meditated. And we were having her party at our house. And if anybody knows me, knows I am an OCD mess. And I panic or get anxiety when there's a bunch of people in the house. And because I'm wanting to make sure everything's taken care of and 
all that. But that day was so chill for me. Mm. And I will say I, I have to, it was because I took some time to meditate. So definitely that for sure. Um, something I want to be more consistent about, but, um, I do, I actually like to be by myself. Mm -hmm. I know people always say to me, you're so social. You're, you always got something going on. Yes, I do. But that's kind of where I'm at now. We're like, I got to start saying no to shit because when you're out, you're doing and going for everybody else. Mm -hmm. You don't really leave time and room and space for yourself. Yeah. So that, but I do enjoy like my girlfriends. I love girls night in more than being out on the town for sure. Yeah. Um, just, you know, women that you can connect with. Yeah. Um, that's rare. And um, I think that I have, <laughs> I think that I have some pretty amazing women in my yeah. life that I can, um, that I have connected with, you know, I, you, like I said earlier, you do have to be careful of the people you invite into your life. Mm-hmm. But I think that I've been blessed with some, and now some folks done uh, weaseled their way out of my life, and that's great. Yeah, did but you a favor. Did me a damn favor. But um, the people that have remained are consistent, and I'm thankful. Yeah. And there are people that I, yes, that I can go to and talk to and cry with shit. Well, it'd be turned into a whole session. We all crying. Yeah. You know, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you. You really, you really don't know what people are dealing with, so it is so important to check in on one another. Yeah, um, yeah, and not feel judged. No, real, <laughs> real people are cool, uh, yeah. and if, I mean, even if it's like I, man, my circle is so small, and, so, <laughs> and that's good. Like, there's <laughs> but nothing it's good wrong with because that. they're gonna. I feel like they're just, they're just there to sharpen mm-hmm. you, and, and that's it. Um, real quick, before we kind of switch gears, uh, I want to talk about Will. <laughs> For what? Uh, <laughs> I, I want to talk about Will. I don't know William. much about Will. <laughs> Will is Janita's boyfriend. Yes. And we see him. Yes. I wanted to ask how he... Is he... He's Harper's father? He's Harper's father, yes. Okay. And so you have this grand ball of shit. I don't even know what to call it, right? Like, it's <laughs> way bigger than I even thought, right? You got this constant... Man, I've been through this, I've been through that, I've been through this, I've been through that. And it keeps coming, right? Just in different forms. Mm-hmm. Like, now it's just business. But um, going well, and you have a, a good look at it, you're doing well. You know what I mean? I'm not seeing your income and outgo statements, whatever. <laughs> but, you know, you're you're doing well. People know who you are. But it's constant, mm-hmm. like, building and mm-hmm. this and that. Ever since the beginning of getting through shit, right. like siblings and pops mm-hmm. and Big brother, big sister, mm-hmm. etc. Um, I wanted to ask specifically about him and how he fits in, how he deals with this, especially the the Damon part, mm-hmm. um, because I thought it was amazing. <laughs> he is amazing. He is. He came into my life. I was not dating. Mm-hmm. I was single. I and was per- listen, ladies. Mm. If you are single, stay single as long as possible. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, it was a t- period of time where you really learn yourself. Mm-hmm. And and it was a great experience for me. But he came into my life when I didn't know that I needed someone like him. Mm-hmm. We are so opposite. Yeah. He is so chill. That dude, you don't know when he's mad. You don't know. <laughs> he is so chill. Yeah. And um, Alea was 11 when he came into our life and he 
he, of course, getting to know him, he got to know my story. Mm-hmm. So, um, he, he truly has treated Alea and calls her his daughter. Like their bond. I do not envy that bond mm. at all. I am so thankful mm-hmm. for their bond. Cause she will go to him before she comes to me. Like she, I, I can be a hothead. Yeah. Um, you know, because I have had to raise Alea by myself, you know, with the help of my parents and stuff yeah. in my, my tribe, but I'm still her mom. And I rule with an iron fist with a lot of shit. Yeah. Because I've had to play mom and dad. Mm-hmm. So that's actually kind of the the mm, the line that Will doesn't really cross. He doesn't really discipline Alea. Okay. And that's challenging for me because it's the good cop, bad cop. Well, it's tough because he's, uh, I'm sure he's, he's past that point. Yeah. But just being kind of a stepfather, mm-hmm. stepmother or whatever is... is it's, it's it, difficult. It's a totally different ball game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm really thankful for him because he, he I mean he, if you're gonna deal with me, I'm a package deal. So, yeah. you know, sharing my my life story with him, he was just very I mean, very supportive. Um, he he really kinda I shouldn't say really because it's challenging because I was doing this for so long by myself. It's hard to have. A man come in and help want to help yeah because you're like no this is how i've been doing things for x amount of years yeah who are you to come into my life and tell me how to parent or whatever yeah. like it's not easy to mm-hmm. to let go um in the five years we've been together i think i've gotten better but he <laughs> he's a he's a great guy for my daughter for alaya he really is now he could step up the, the the game the game with uh telling her about boys that's for sure but oh. she has a host of uncles and stuff who, yeah who definitely will get in her ear but yeah. um he didn't really have a choice mm-hmm. but to be you know but to be supportive um he understands he knows I go through the motions the anniversary of of Damon's death mm-hmm. his birthday holidays Alea's birthday her graduation her eighth grade graduation I was a wreck oh man. <laughs> So he knows, and he just backs off. Yeah. He doesn't, bless his heart, he'll buy me a bottle of wine, but um, <laughs> he he just lets me have my peace. Like, he knows when to leave me alone, so mm-hmm. I'm grateful for that. Yeah, which is good. It is good. Like, don't be, you, you don't replace. You just... Yeah, and that's the thing. He's not, he knows his role in her life mm-hmm. is important, and she knows the role that he plays in her life is important. Yeah. You know, he never tries to, it's never been like, you're not my dad. It's not, mm-hmm. they, they have just naturally bonded. Good. Like I remember when we first started dating and it took me three months for, for me to even introduce him to her and my friends. Um, but I remember just kind of the few times that he'd come around. I remember her telling me, um, again, she's 11. Mm-hmm. And kids be knowing. Oh my goodness! And she ASAP. told me. Mm-hmm, she told me. Um, she was like, "Mom, I like Will. He's a good guy. He's not gonna cause us any harm." That is what she said. Mm. And it's true. Yeah. You Sounds know, like he's it. Not perfect. Who is? Um, but for my life and what my life needed, is it's our version of perfection. I guess. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's you know, it's perfect <laughs> because it isn't. Shout out to Will. Shout out to William Mario. You, but I hope this helps. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back. We're going to switch it up a little bit and talk beauty. Thank you. You are with 
at J Sweets, at J A Y E Sweets. Beauty underscore by underscore J A Y E. I know all that stuff. Uh, upscale Ignorance at Upscale IG on everything. We'll be right back. Peace. Yo, uh, we back. That was some song that we didn't pre-pick, and so whatever's playing, I hope it was hot. Uh, Upscale Ignorance, Architects of Culture, at Upscale IG on everything, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, We are here with the lovely Jay Sweets, uh, Beauty by Jay. We've been talking and talking about so many things. Oh, my goodness. Uh, And now we're about to talk the beauty industry. Mm. Uh, which she is a beast in, um, though she won't tell you, she won't tell you about it. Uh, but yeah, she's nice. I want to ask you, especially with, with two daughters, I want to ask you about the beauty industry Mm -hmm. in general. Um, and is there an ugliness to it? And I don't really know how to ask that. I just (laughs) want to know. I want to know about the ugly side before I get into the rest of it what's what's been brutal for you what's what don't you like even big you know about what's out there and and stuff like that um to keep it simple it's the competitive competitiveness mm-hmm. over supportiveness um mm. i think that's the ugly part of being in the beauty industry and there being a lot of you know men or women who do makeup and um there's just a competitiveness behind it sure versus supporting one another and that annoys the shit out of me yeah um i am the type of makeup artist who is going to push the work of another artist Mm -hmm. especially if someone is wanting to book me for something a wedding whatever and if i'm not available i'm going to push another makeup artist and give them a list to go to i'm not the type to down talk another makeup artist, mm-hmm. I'm not. Um, I'm not competitive. Yeah. But I do know that there are women and men who are. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, There's hella faces out there. Hella faces, and there, you know, yes, we hear it all the time. There's enough room for all of us, mm-hmm. and your talents and gifts will make room for you. So, what's for you is for you. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to. Nor do I think I'm better than this makeup artist or that makeup artist. I'm me. Yeah. My style of makeup may not be, you know, my makeup artistry may not be what someone wants. If you want, you know, a, I mean, shit, a carved out face and brow and cut crease eye, and which means nothing to you, I'm sure. Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's not how I started in makeup. It was Mm -hmm. very simple, um, simple, pretty. That's what we were taught. Um, classic beauty makeup, which will always be my first love. Granted. Yes. You always, you should always be learning in your craft. Mm -hmm. So I'm game for all that. You know, I, um, I need to be practicing more on my own damn face. Yeah. Even my own daughter. Cause you know, a friend told me you are your best canvas. And, um, but I also don't, 
even just doing this interview, it's hard to talk about yourself. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to put yourself out there. It took me a long time to even create an Instagram beauty page because you're putting yourself out there to be critiqued by people. Sure. And people are going to talk shit. That's Haters. just life. And I Instagram is, is the fu- devil. Oh my God. Okay. Instagram is the devil. It really is. And it can really, again, it can, it can mess with your mental state. Yeah. And um, let it. if you let it and, um, so I hate that. I hate the ugliness of that, that women are catty. Mm-hmm. I just, cause I'm not like that. So I don't understand why other people are. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and my best friend says it to me a lot. She's like, be the example, mm-hmm. show others how you should be. Um, yeah. You know, or people just not being supportive. Yeah. Um, you know, supporting people their whole career. They know you have a business, but Ooh, crickets. Man. You got your business what and they I ain't read? out here shouting you out. Not today. What did they Some say? <laughs> it was people won't support you until they can't book, book you. you. Something mm-hmm. like that. I was like, Yeah, Damn, or or you got you get, get yourself a little local celebrity under your under your brush mm. and they see that person on your story or feed oh, and they're like, Oh, oh girl, oh. hey yeah. now see, you know I've been in business for a long time now yeah. and you're not you so it's that I don't like that. But one of the things one of my good friends said to me was your tribe will find you. Mm-hmm. And I've had to not have a negative attitude because people aren't being supportive and you get the cattiness or whatever. Um, I had to realize that that's true and accept that my tribe will find me. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, what's for me is for me. Shit. And you're good. <laughs> and that's enough. I want to ask you something else. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you, I actually want to show you something. Sure. And I want you to let me know what you think. When you see this, I mean, we're, that's just black excellence on on all those covers. <laughs> so recently, and I'm gonna just read them off. Obviously, we talked about the Beyonce Vogue on the last episode. Rihanna is on Vogue Europe. Um, Lupita is on Porter. You got Zendaya here. You got Tiffany Haddish. You got Tracy Ellis Ross. I mean. The list goes on and on. Black is in. We're popping. But it, okay, so I want I want to I want to talk about this for a little bit, right? Because we've been popping forever. Ever. Mm-hmm. But I want to I want to man, I got so many questions <laughs> because there there then is like Kylie Jenner, and the only reason I bring her up is because she was recently on like the Forbes cover right. or whatever, or like number four, destined to be a billionaire or something in the beauty industry, off of black features. Pretty right? Much. I remember she had no lips, she had no <laughs> ass, she had no hips, she had no black dude, black baby, etc. Right? You know what I mean? And now mm-hmm. she's in the beauty industry, um, you know, doing financially well or whatever, mm-hmm. off black features. You look at Rihanna, Fenty Beauty, and, and flipping everything on his head with the 40 shades or whatever it is. Um, you, for example, I mean, Beyonce obviously is easy on the on the Vogue cover, but Lupita, I mean, maybe not as much recently. Now it's just, you know, we've seen it, we've done it or whatever, but Lupita, when she did 12 Years a Slave, mm-hmm. and right around that time, she took, she was on everything. Right. You got Issa Rae, you got... Uh, even Winnie Harlow, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it is nonstop black, but they don't. I don't. I don't know how to. It's bothering me, and I don't know how to. I explain feel it. like 
they got the light on us now. Mm. Um, I mean, like you mentioned, Kylie. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're dating black men now. Over, and I, I over. Mean, over and over. Now, one, I just think, um, I don't know, but um, <laughs> oh, goddamn Kanye. Um, oh, we're gonna send him up. I want to fight for him so bad. I, I just can't, just like I can't fight for Nikki. But uh, um, I feel like they want to have us in the spotlight mm-hmm. more now than ever. Um, and I wonder if, if it is because of the Kylies and the Iggy Azaleas who yeah. just, you know, they love black men. Mm. <laughs> and I don't know if it's... <clears throat> I, I know what you mean. Like, I can't even... I can't even put my finger on it. I know I roll my eyes at it, and I I do not support any of those Kardashian uh, makeup brand. I do not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't. I don't own not one mm-hmm. item mm-hmm. from them. And I don't blame you. <laughs> I just can't I support just, it. I can't. I, it's. I'm trying to understand if it is in awe. Well, not. In, I don't want to say in awe, but in celebration and kind of applause or if it's in like study i feel like study and it so i, I feel like ask. study I, I maybe somewhere in the middle but i do feel like study like okay yes are we some kind of experiment yes i, mean, the last I know what you mean didn't go, didn't go well. well i right mm. Mm. Um, I, yes, that, yeah, I do so, feel like we're just kind of, are you like, wait, are we your guys' little test? Like, what do you guys, I mean, it's dope to see all these black women on these covers. I think it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure behind this, there's some backlash behind that too. Yeah. I'm sure. So, I mean, so we, we, we talked about it a little bit. We talked about, um, like Netflix and TV and seeing ourselves in movies mm-hmm. and on screen and, I, I can't front if I'm walking down the magazine aisle and granted I have a 15 year old impressionable young woman mm-hmm. and she sees Beyonce, she sees Lupita, et cetera, on the cover. I do feel good mm-hmm. a lot better. Uh, my son loves Black Panther. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, you like see Harper had a Black Panther. Yeah, birthday, it's right? like, you know what I mean? And so all of these things are really dope. Mm-hmm. You hear people behind the scenes saying, and this is in regards to TV or whatever, or oh, you see all these black people on TV because uh, the media industry is going digital and it's on phones now, and so TV's kind of left over or whatever empire and whatever this and that. And when I look at the beauty industry, I wonder, and I I know it's not the jokes on us, but I wonder if I'm the only one who felt like that. Um, Not not the jokes on us, Mm -hmm. but just something's eerie. I know. I know. And I want to know what's really going on. No, No, I get it. I feel the same way. Like, hmm, there's the yeah, this spotlight on 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 black people right now. It's like, bright, light, bright. Yeah, um, I I agree. I but I shit, I can't put my finger on why that is. You know, is I mean, shit, is it because they're trying to unite or divide? Because and... I know there's people who don't like seeing us on the cover of. Vogue no, or any, you know, L magazine, any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel you though. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, just, I do. <laughs> I had to ask because I do. you know, you're in that lane. I wonder, um, I wanted to ask you, uh, so with two daughters, mm-hmm. um, one very at, I mean, at an incredibly impressionable age, 
Uh, but she's going to be fine. Will knows that. Shout out to Will. Uh, how do you balance the idea of beauty? Um, and I ask because I'm like, you know, I have one myself. Mm-hmm. Love, you know, eyebrows. <laughs> Can't wait to get her nails done. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, just rock some regulars. Nah, you know, no, absolutely mm-hmm. not. And I, I try and impress on her. Yo, you are beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And for a long time... Um, and even even recently, but for a long time, you had to fit into a certain mold, a certain look. You couldn't even have our skin tone at first. But mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't even hair. make foundation, powders, you know nothing I mean? in our like skin you, tone. It is anything, so. right? And so there's that. How do you balance that with your daughters um, being a makeup artist, but also knowing that Alea and Harper are damn beautiful without it? Like, what is what's that like? Um honestly as much as people probably think I wear makeup all the time I really don't <laughs> and it's for that reason um Alea's not really into makeup like that thank god I mean a lot of girls she goes to school she does go to an all-girls school mm-hmm. but what I love about this all-girls school though they don't give a shit what they look like mm-hmm. there are times where I'm like Alea are you gonna do your hair <laughs> what because I do think that our young women feel like they have to be pretty with mm-hmm. makeup. Like makeup's gonna make them pretty because it attracts this attention. They're at, they're, they like boys at this age or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. But for me, it is really important. And I've always told this to Alea, and I'm now, especially with Harper, because she, you know, yes, I did makeup when Alea was little, but not in the capacity that I do it now. And Harper is extremely into makeup. I, the girl, the amount of lip gloss that she has. <laughs> Um, and it's not like they're colored lip glosses, yeah, nah, but still, she's obsessed with makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, but I constantly would tell Alea, you are beautiful without makeup. Mm-hmm. You don't need makeup. I had, she had on foundation one day, and I was like, mm-mm. No. And, you know, no, I didn't say anything to her because I didn't want to crush her little spirit. But it's also okay. If she wants to wear makeup, it's teaching her how to do it right. You yeah. can do a light dusting <laughs> yeah. of yeah, makeup yeah. and still look like yourself because that's the thing. Makeup shouldn't change your whole damn face you want to you should look like yourself so it's teaching her the importance of that uh, proper makeup application but at the end of the day both my girls i tell them you are beautiful last night we were playing makeup harper and i and she loves it but i kept telling her as i'm putting on this little eyeshadow on her you're so beautiful without makeup harper you know it's just reminding them of their beauty and Mm -hmm. that beauty actually comes from within yeah because you can have the most beautiful face with or without makeup and your spirit is some bullshit. Yeah. You are ugly to me true. with the ugly inside. So, you know, it's it's important that my girls know that. Yeah. It's just reminding them how beautiful they are inside mm-hmm. and outside of Leia. Now, she don't really, she's, you know, she plays sports and whatever. But mm-hmm. so she, her makeup routine is mascara and lip gloss. And that's like doing it. You yeah. Know? That's but she has some school <laughs> dances or something. She's lucky because she has me to, yeah. to really get her glammed up. Yeah. But. You know, especially with social media and a lot of these influencers, makeup influencers. Yeah. It's overwhelming for them because they are impressionable. I was going to say it used to be. Well, I don't even want to say it used to be, but it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Everyone is is an influencer. Makeup. Mm -hmm. It's real deal. And it's not that it's a bad thing. It's just that I I think people just have to be um, conscious of conscious of the of the energy that they're putting out on social media mm-hmm. too as a, as a beauty influencer, you just gotta be careful. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, positive. sure. I, I 
watch Alea watching YouTube tutorials on how to do whatever, but it's trendy stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, it's yeah. what's the latest and newest trend. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I know people have heard me say this before. I'm like, I can't wait until the classic simple beauty makeup is back popping. <laughs> <laughs> not all this Kardashian car yeah, face, but it's, you bad. know, for bad. me as a mom, it's really just important to just instill in them that they're beautiful. Mm -hmm. No, you don't need any makeup. So, I mean, you think it sinks in with Harper? <laughs> She's four. So no, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> she definitely can. When I do have on a full ass face of makeup, she, she says, where are you going? Ah, uh, because you only do that. Okay. Yeah. Mm hmm Yeah. For Understood. her, it's like, where are you going? <laughs> Shout out to her. I love her. She's so great. Uh, dudes, this is your, oh, this is your part. This is your part. So we talked about Beauty by Jay. Yes. That's the name of the business. Mm -hmm. uh, both makeup. And sugar. And sugaring. <laughs> Can you please explain to the dudes out there, everyone... What the fuck is sugaring? Okay. Sugar. <laughs> because I'm excited. I okay. can't wait to hear So it. sugaring is a form of hair removal. Mm -hmm. So most people mm -hmm. are familiar with waxing. Sugaring actually has been around for centuries. Um, it's a water-soluble product okay. that is made of sugar, water, and lemon. So the women get real smooth off this. Real smooth. I'm just skipping. Uh, <laughs> I'm skipping to... Okay. Yes. So, okay. So, so it's water-soluble. It's, it's all natural. So mm -hmm. if you compare the ingredients to sugar paste, to waxing... Mm -hmm. uh, what's... I don't even know what it's called. Wax products. There's a huge difference. There's a bunch of stuff in that product that you probably don't want to put on your body anyway I like chemicals and shit. chemicals and shit What's yeah that orange acid that citric acid that shit's and everything okay don't even sweat anyway it. that's just me it's, random it's in everything okay <laughs> citric acid is yeah, yeah. This shit i'm drinking yeah. right now but um <laughs> so um sugaring is a form of hair removal and mm -hmm. the biggest one of the a couple of the differences is that it's not heated with wax paste or wax <laughs> waxing stuff mm -hmm. that's a shame because i learned how to wax when i was at aveda it is so in your mirror right now you don't give a shit about that wax i right don't now. give a shit about waxing it's all it. i'm sugaring and i'm riding for it because mm -hmm. of course i've ha I had it done and that's what sparked my interest like ooh, i want to know how to do this so you had it done i had it done shout out to will yeah <laughs> I had it done year, shout out to years ago oh. and uh, <laughs> pre-William um, and I was like this is dope I like I, I really it's just a difference I liked that it was clean like with when women who have been waxed they know what I'm talking about um, with waxing they use sticks to apply the oh, wax the popsicle sticks and shit. yes I only and, know my whole waxing experience is four year old version that's it okay well yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it's all I just, got. That's all I got. So, yeah. So, they use the sticks, and it's heated. Um, and some, you know, I, I can say that I know a couple people who've been burned from the wax. Because mm. it's hot. You have to heat the shit up to melt it. So, mm -hmm. with sugaring, I mean, it's actually, it can, it molds to your, the temperature of your skin. Or Because I use it on my hand. I use it with my hands. So, that's why it's even more sanitary. With gloves. Although California, they don't have to, they don't require gloves. It's weird. Yeah. But um, it's more sanitary. It's not heated. It's natural ingredients. Mm -hmm. And um, the biggest difference is is with uh, waxing when they're putting the popsicle sticks <laughs> <laughs> into the wax. Um, they're laying it on the skin. Although hard wax, you can use your hands too, but they still have to use the sticks to apply it and they remove it with their hands. Um, so there's hard wax, soft wax. But um, yeah. with sugaring, it's 
it looks like honey. If you get on YouTube, I'm sure you can find some videos. But um, I feel like if you look <laughs> up sugaring, you're gonna find some shit. You, you might not. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, but you know, you can educate yourself. So um, I use my hands. So it looks like a ball of honey is what it looks like, okay. and I am molding it <laughs> onto the skin. Okay. And it doesn't adhere to the skin. Does it, it hurt? I mean, you're getting hair removed oh, from your duh. body, so yeah, it's gonna hurts. hurt. But I've had clients who are like, "That's not bad at all." So it also depends on your pain tolerance. What people think hurts the most is when I'm molding the paste. Mm-hmm. I'm using my hands, like you guys can see me, but I'm molding the paste <laughs> onto the skin, but it doesn't adhere to the live skin, so you won't break skin. Like with waxing, you can have a tendency to break the skin because it adheres to live skin, okay. but with sugaring, it doesn't. It adhe- it's just adhering to the hair, and I'm molding it in the opposite direction. That's what hurts, I think, people the most. Because with waxing, they go with the growth of hair. Mm -hmm. With sugaring, it goes the opposite. You're molding it. Exactly. Uh, You're uh, molding it against the hair, but you're removing it with the natural growth of mm -hmm. hair. So there's no breakage, hair breakage. And again, you're not ripping folks' skin off. So that's why some people think it's a little bit more painful. I I think it's about the same because I've done both. So I know um, I can compare the two. Um, I I just personally love it because it's it's just cleaner. Yeah, I'm shout out to sugaring. <laughs> it's a beautiful process and yeah. it takes it may take longer than there's a woman I know. She said it takes her 10 minutes to wax a Brazilian and a Brazilian if you don't know is removing all that's of the that's the kitty cat. The, yes, front yeah. to the back. Mm-hmm. And um so that she told me she waxes bad. in 10 minutes and I kind of I know my face probably showed it cuz I was like, uh <laughs> That's fast. Like it takes me sometimes an hour 15 because I'm also extreme. Like I am very anal. I will take tweezers and make sure I'm removing all the hair. But mm-hmm. um, sugaring is just a little bit of a longer process because it's slower and more mm-hmm. kind of a rhythmic versus waxing. You're just laying on the pelon strip and you're tearing, yeah. tearing, tearing. Does it's it last not, longer? It uh, Yes. Okay. It, but again, you have different stages of hair growth. So it just kind of depends on the different stages of hair growth that's going on down there or any part of your body that you're having <laughs> hair removed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the goal is that you're coming in fewer visits, like yeah. keeping your maintenance up. And you know, the ultimate goal is that your hair doesn't come back <laughs> Oh, so this, <laughs> or it comes back finer. For, oh. mm-hmm. There's so, really no real permanent nah, hair removal. Let's be serious. I'm not about to sit here and lie to y'all. Cause that's just not me. Man, but. <laughs> go out of business. Uh, so again, if you didn't hear me clearly, dudes, dudes, <laughs> it's called beauty by Jay. It's at solar salons. Mm-hmm. In Tuckwilla, yeah, across from South Center. That's right. They just put up a Patty's Egg Nest. If you're not hip, I'm not hip to oh, that. Oh, the breakfast is slaps. I'm oh, not my hip gosh. to that. In I've never words, even heard of it. In the words of teenagers, the breakfast is, is slaps. Lit? Oh my gosh, <laughs> they got the one up by Northgate. Uh, I there's have people never out here who are like, where the hell place? are these places? I yes. saw that it was like voted best oh, in Western Washington, and I'm like, mm, it, is, I'm gonna have to try it. Ask, uh, Wifey will tell you Patty's egg nest hits. Okay, I have it, to go. It's, it, don't worry. I haven't tested the one down here, but if it's the well, same Well, I've driven, obviously, drive by it, and yeah. I it's been busy yeah. every time I've driven by it. Oh, so, yeah. it, I mean, it, it The one at Northgate, you're going to wait 15, 20 minutes. You're really? You're going to sit down, you're going to be full. Okay, you okay. ain't even going broke. So, if they're, any, if they're the same, if the food's the same, you will enjoy it. Okay. So, dudes, <laughs> drop your lady off. Yeah. At Beauty by Jay. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Go to Patty's Agnes. 
There's a dollar store nearby if you need it, but you're, there's a Target. Yeah, but there's also hit the mall. Go get your the malls across the street. Not, I guarantee right. you, after the sugaring, you're gonna want to dress up. So go grab you an outfit, come back, uh, send your lady to Beauty by Jay. Women, uh, sugaring over waxing. Absolutely. Uh, so I got a question. Sure. I got a question. You have been through the fire, in the words of <laughs> Shaka Khan. Yeah, right. right? Uh, <laughs> so Shaka Khan, who is not. Patty LaBelle, who is not Aretha Man. Franklin. Anyways, uh, what the hell? Why did you make it? Why are you still here after all that? Because I cannot afford the luxury of a mediocre life. Mm. Mm. <laughs> because I was it. destined for greatness. Mm. We were all born to be great. That's what's and up. I'll be damned if I'm any less than that. That's what's Despite. Up. The roadblocks. Yeah. Because I'm sure there's going to be more. <laughs> I, I have heard that, and I forget, I think Jay-Z said it, actually. Um, he was like, everybody has a, a piece of greatness in them. Find it and do that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. whatever the hell yours is yes. out there, whatever that is, find it and do that. And then support the person's greatness. Absolutely. Because damn it, there ain't enough of us, man. There is. They got it. You like eggs and they make really good eggs, man. Go buy man. the eggs. It is what it is. Word man. of mouth is the best form of marketing. Mm-hmm. It and you know, it really is. And I'm all about supporting especially black owned businesses yeah. through and through. That I is, am man. We don't do we don't do well enough Mm-mm. in that. Um I love and and we're still we're still having issues, but I love where we're at kind of as a people mm-hmm. right now it could be like, better man i mean it it could but unfortunately you you sometimes are brought together through pain and, mm-hmm. and negativity and stuff like that so with all these killings and police brutality and this and that mm-hmm. and asshole in the white house and all this mm-hmm. crazy things like that dude who i just seen randomly in des moines who was pulled over who they say is not racially profiled but is clearly racial profiling could clearly be me or prince in 10 years mm-hmm. or whatever and so i am i'm connected to them in a way that i have not i mean i've i've always been hella black <laughs> hella like, black cl- the cl- yes but now i feel it mm-hmm and so absolutely man uh, I, yeah yeah it's, and it's, it's not you know there's a lot of or you know what is it you know woke people out there i'm not gonna sit here and pretend i'm like super woke and shit yeah, because yeah. it has taken a lot of tragic shit mm-hmm. happening to us where it's like damn there really is a problem mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i mean yes we we've we're getting better yeah but we can always continue to yeah. do and be better spend your dollars in the community mm-hmm so they go longer. I don't even want to run down those numbers on how long they last in the black community versus the others. Anyways, that's that's Janita Hill. That's Jay Sweets. Beauty by Jay. Uh, we got other stuff that we usually talk about on the show. So we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna let y'all know the other portion of her. I got some stuff. I got I got some questions. So one thing that we do on the show, uh, on the way out, we do the best thing out and we do the worst thing out. That can be anything. It can be a favorite song. It can be, man, I love that Harper picked this new lip gloss on her own and whatever. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and kick it off. The best thing out, my best thing out is Black Giving right now. I'm really, really in. We talked about it a little bit, but LeBron opened a school 
for kids who weren't, Super I mean, dope. they just weren't going to make it out. I saw Drake today uh, pop up at a hospital because a girl oh. asked just to see him. Um, the God's Plan video, he just gave out money. Mm-hmm. It was a video. Uh, Chance the Rapper is doing something for Chicago schools. Uh, Kevin Durant pledged $10 million for kids in Maryland to go to college. He opened the Durant Center. Beyonce with the black colleges. Jay-Z for bail, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we talked a little bit on the last one about LeBron and opening a school and how it's going to resonate throughout so many other athletes and people in his generation or whatever to uh, to, to kind of just elevate their sense of responsibility or whatever. I'm loving that. That is my favorite thing out right now. What's the best thing out? Best thing out right now. And Travis Scott Afterworld. Oh my God! I was gonna say that <laughs> because I'm, I'm ashamed that I even like his oh album. Gosh, I was gonna say yes, that would be uh, truly. I'd be mm. at the gym like. It goes, man. I, it I'm goes. not even mad at this dude right now. I don't really care who he's dating, whatever. No. But you keep putting this shit out. The it's best, cool. yeah, I can say for me <laughs> that's in heavy rotation yeah. and I'm shocked mm-hmm. I can't even believe that I like the little it's song sneak. it keeps getting better yes I can't even believe yeah, yeah I, 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 that is so funny you, you said that yeah I'm, that would I'm be sorry. my I best thing no and then time. watching the VMAs last night and when he performed I was mm-hmm. like Yep, I yeah. love his album. <laughs> I don't know if it was a shot at Nicki, but the I got the number one album in the world is I shit. I mean, she heard it. Um, so she's I'm not mad. Even, we're not gonna do that. I'm not doing that. Uh, what's the worst thing out? So I don't steal yours. Nicki Minaj. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Her shitty ass attitude. So you I just feel can't that way. I do. Like, come on, you're better than that. Like, don't. Okay, you don't like your album sales? Great, but can you not with all the catty? What's the crap? You have people who really like her and look up to her. Yeah. Although you shouldn't be looking up and idolizing folks like that anyway. Yeah, but um, can lead the problem. Yeah, she just. I don't. Just rubbing me the wrong way right now. So you're not right now. You're not. You're not, not really. feeling Nikki. And I ain't feeling Donald Trump. Fuck him. Oh, he's okay, been like, to say that. he's been like. We're on. What is this episode eight? He's been like eight. Eight, eight I just eight. had to say that. Yeah, he lands there. Put that out uh, there. I got one. This bullshit about the Eagles are now the number one selling album of all time over Thriller. Really? It's I ain't heard first of all, they're just and first of all, it's the news Eagles? everywhere. They couldn't wait for some shit like this to happen. It's the Eagles' greatest hits. So you're telling me Michael Jackson took six months going there, you know, knock out Thriller like, ooh, let's not put that on the album, Quincy. Ooh, that just hot. Uh, and then we get an album, and he sells a hundred million copies of six months of work. And then these motherfuckers get thirty years to put together a greatest hits album. You want tips? No. I haven't. I haven't heard this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's everywhere. They people are screaming, and you can tell who's on whose side. Like yo, okay. uh, Eagles is number one. What do you guys? I like Michael Jackson. Fuck you. Womp yes. Uh, <laughs> don't say nothing bad about Michael Jackson. Is Ever. what it is. Uh, thriller. He made Thriller. Like, thriller. come on. Uh, so we know what it is. Also, <laughs> also, Al Sharpton. And I I love, Al Sharpton gets a bad rap. He does. Because he did a lot for the culture before we was really out there trying to get shot or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, he was in the field. But if you're going to go on live TV and say this, quote, in the words of the late Aretha oh, Franklin, shit. show some R E S P I C T. 
I just saw a clip of that. I'm I was embarrassed. I had to hide I'm my eyes. And I, I don't. To... The timing made me not want to even bring it up because it was like, damn it, I love Aretha, but somebody needs to check that before that happens. Somebody needs to be fired today. Right you now. You know how you be in a restaurant, you hear a place drop? Yeah. It's like, oh, somebody needs yeah. to it up. <laughs> yes. Somebody needs to be fired today. Teleprompter, fired. Uh, so we're going to do a little bit more of getting to know Jay before we get out of here and play some more of that Astro World or some shit. Uh, <laughs> this or that. You ready? This or that. Okay. Music, 80s or 90s? Ooh, 90s. Ooh, why ah. the hell? Really? <laughs> uh, I was born in the 80s. Yes. So, you know, obviously Remember? I didn't really have a... Well, yeah, but, but still. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah, I know. An appreciation for music for me was the 90s, but the 80s for sure. Listen, I'd be mm -hmm. trying to school my daughter. Like, this is music. Like, okay. the 80s and 90s. <laughs> but I have to... Ironically, I'm you going to a 90s theme party this weekend. Ooh, so, shit. I can't I'm, wait. I'm not even <laughs> Uh, fashion, 80s or 90s? With all this shit coming back full circle, too, it's like... Cross colors? Uh, I know, I know. Carl, can I all that stuff? All that. So you're going 90s? I'm going to go 90s. Ooh. So the condoms on the big shorts yeah. with the color, yeah, I'm, I mean, it is... I'm weak because that's mm -hmm. my whole little outfit this weekend. <laughs> Big floppy hat. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. So we got a 90s baby in the house. Yeah, he, man. Born in the 80s, but clearly a 90s baby. Here we go. Travis or Future? Travis. Okay. Lawrence or Daniel? Goddamn Daniel. <laughs> Chocolate Damn <self>. Daniel. <laughs> the white vans. LeBron or Kobe? I got to say LeBron right now. Ooh. Because of he just, you know, what he did. He's just doing takes some the things. Cake, so we were saying like, there's <laughs> diehard Michael Jordan fans like, yo, why you gotta compare him though? Yeah, like, he's like, yeah, he opened a school. <laughs> uh, Kendrick or Drake? Kendrick. This last one is probably pretty easy, <laughs> based on our conversations. Nikki or Cardi? Cardi, all the way. Um, uh, Cardi. <laughs> yeah, you know. We love the meme. My mama said, you better have my ass home by 10 o'clock, <laughs> and I better not smell like pee. Uh, okay, last thing on our way out. Again, Upscale Ignorance, Architects of Culture, subscribe, leave reviews, do all that stuff, at Upscale IG on everything. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Smoke Signals, whatever. We out there, find us. We do the questions of the culture, questions for the culture. They come out every Friday and we need to know your opinion, so make sure you jump in. I got three for you. Okay. Question one. What does DJ Khaled do? DJ? And Hype man? Shit, I don't know. Incorrect answer. <laughs> in fact, any answer you would have Is named. Is he a producer? It would have been do? incorrect. He actually, yeah. Does no, nothing? I can't figure it out. Do? Yeah, no. Okay, that one wasn't real. You ready? Give us a story for your most anticipated ass whooping or cussing out ever. And it can also be one that you gave. <laughs> She's going to be pissed. <sighs> they had made a very dumb decision some months back. She got cussed the fuck out. <laughs> like, yeah, she got the business. Okay. Bless okay. her heart. Actually, her door got the business. It was, you know, 
it was either her face or the door. So, uh, <laughs> bless her heart. It wasn't all too bad. I'm sure some of y'all didn't snuck out before. Mm-hmm. That that was her her drug oh, of she choice. She just decided oh, she wanted to go joyriding with her cousin. Just oh, dumb, 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 dumb. But that's a lesson. I will always find out. I didn't find out for a couple weeks, but still. Good yeah. job, Alea. Good, good old cuss out session. Not being as bad as Anijah. Shout out Anijah. Shut up. AKA <laughs> Thelma, Bonnie. Number two. Guilty pleasure flick. One movie you know is bad, but you love it anyway. Players Club. <laughs> Run me my money. <laughs> that is my he shit. He drove that man in a circle in the parking lot. Uh, dollar bill. Uh, <laughs> okay, number three. Who's one guy that, damn it, Will, I might need a pass? <laughs> Kofi. Oh, that damn Kofi. That chocolate ass. He's in your delight. household too, huh? Kofi can get it. Mm, that is damn, my pass. Kofi Cerebo, non acting. Fine ass. Just on the screen, he ain't even got to act. He's screen. just fine. I don't even care with that little fraudulent I messed, accent. I, messed I don't up even this care. Line. Say that he's, in the in the show. He's like, fine. damn, he acted. Just look at him. Mm. Oh, damn, Kofi is making his way around. Yes, he's he standing, is. Little man. chocolate. That's the new Billy D, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a game. Thank you so, 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 so much. Thank I hope you. It was not as bad as it was. I was nervous over here pitting out and everything. And second of all, we are hot as a motherfucker. It's so pretty, we I'm are over about here perspiring. It's hot. There's wildfires <laughs> up in Canada. We out here choking. It's not a game. Uh, thank you for rocking with us. We will see y'all soon. Uh, shout out Green Diddy. He'll be back. <laughs>